Hello, everybody. Welcome to the seventh episode of the King's Rock Podcast. I am Bolt Up, here as always with Deathgiver. How's it going, everybody? Today, we will be talking about the regional at Stuttgart and then going over our own tier lists about where we believe the meta is right now. So starting off, we're going to talk about the regional at Stuttgart, Germany. If we look at the top eight here, it was won by Christian Fontenot. Fontenot, Fontenot, I believe it's Fontenot. <laughs> with, with Sablezard. That is the deck that Death, you believe, is the best deck in the format, right? Uh, I Like I said, I was wrong. I had the wrong Sablezard. It was Charizard EX with Lost Zone that I was getting confused with Sablezard. I have no hate against Sablezard. Sablezard is one of the, it is one of my favorite decks to play, but I can count on one hand how many games I have won with that deck because it is incredibly complex. It is, it is very difficult to, to pick this up and just know how to prize map when you have a single Radiant Charizard and then nothing else does more than 120 damage. And that's a stable <laughs> eye. Uh, your cram does 110, your comfy doesn't attack, and that's it. This deck plays six energy cards. Well, yeah, it wouldn't need it for um, Blue Duck because it doesn't need any energy. And Sableye only needs what one. And yep, and Radiant Charizard generally only uses needs one. one. Yep. The uh, there's a single double turbo in there for a little bit earlier of a Radiant Charizard, and there is also a single Mirage Gate in there for that same reason to kind of rush out the uh, the Radiant Charizard if you want that attack earlier, but. Yeah, it is an incredibly complex deck to play, but it's incredibly fun, and in the right hands, as you can see, incredibly good. Yeah. Second place was Maridon. Uh, so we're seeing Maridon hit the top of the hit the top of the standings again. Third place, we had Alberto Conti with Lost Tina. Fourth place, we had a a Roaring Moon Iron Hands. Galarian Moltres, Raikou, Tropius, Minior, Radiant Greninja, Lost Box deck. So the, I believe looks like he took a page out of Tord's book, trying to shove everything he can into Lost Box. Moon, Hands, Moltres, Tropius. So Tropius is for the, the Moon and Charizard matchup. You got Raikou, that's typical. We got the Galarian Moltres, the Roaring Moon, just a lot of things crammed in there, and clearly it worked. No pun intended with the cram thing. Um, but <laughs> that took third place. Or, sorry, that took fourth place. Fifth place was Double Turbo Mew. Uh, anything unique? This had the Grabbers, so that was that was, that's its uh, strategy against Charizard, is being that. able to use the Grabbers, and it has the Luxray. So you can grab her out of Charizard, and then you can use Luxray's Bang Snipe attack. Your opponent reveals their hand, discard a trainer card you find there. So anything they can to to try and just delay the Charizard out of the Charizard player's hands while they're just, you know, dealing a lot of damage with the Mew. So that's that seems like a pretty solid list. Then sixth and seventh were also were were the same deck. They were the um Rapid Strike, Rapid Strike, Inteleon, and Urshifu. And eighth was your 
other, or I guess your real favorite deck, Lost Charizard. So not Sablezard, but Lost Charizard. Yeah, that deck is crap. I agree. I agree. I thought and, it was better than it was at first, but no, I agree with you. And yet it got a... It's very impressive. Very impressive. It's a 982-person regional. And yet it still got eight. Well, you know, in the right hands, just about any deck can be somewhat successful. Or the right matchup. That's true. That's true. As we saw when we looked at the Roaring Moon that finished ninth. Yeah. That one had the right matchup going all the way through the tournament. Um, the lost Charizard player was the lone German in the top eight. So representing his home country there. Some other um, notable finishes at the, the regional. Uh, 10th place was the highest placing Pidgeot Zard list. We had another Maridon placed 12th. The top finishing Snorlax list finished 14th. The su- biggest surprise to me was the top place in Gardevoir finished 15th place. That is surprising. And it's it's just kind of, I think Gardevoir is really good right now, but it has a lot of really bad matchups. And if you hit some of those bad matchups, you don't have a chance. Specifically, I was at a cup over the past weekend, and I lost my first round on tur- when I had after I had tur- two turns because I was playing Iron Valiant Medic Sham, and he took four turns to my two turns, and I didn't have a chance. Yeah. So there are just some of those matchups you just don't have a chance. Uh, the top placing Fusion Mew list finished 18th. We had a Cloth finish 45th. That was the top placing list. There were quite a few cloths, cloths in day two. I think there were like four or five, maybe. Uh, the top Iron Valiant Entei list, which finished second at LAIC, yes, LAIC, finished 54th. The top placing Lugia list finished 65th. <laughs> oh, it's late, bro. 65th. And the other notable finish... Ford Reklev finished 16th with a newer version of his Lost Box deck. So, I would like to throw in one more notable. that There's yeah. no Chi and Pao in the top 100 at all. Well, you know, we were going over our tier list, or we're going to go over our tier list, and the trash can tier list is where Chi and Pao is going to belong. <laughs> um, everything you're seeing on Limitless right now is everybody that made Day 2. So there was zero Chien Pows in day two. That's just crazy. That deck, I mean, it's it's not like the powerhouse, but it's still not, it wasn't a bad deck before, and it was a top deck back then, and it hasn't taken that much of a hit. I don't think the decks have grown that much to where we would completely eliminate Chien Pow from the, from the meta. It was 4% of the meta in day one, and it had a conversion rate of zero. Oh, wow. It was the wow. only meta deck that had a 0% conversion rate. Oh, that is terrible. I'm going to <laughs> I'm gonna have to drop some respect on uh, Chi and Bao on that one. I had them pretty high up. Spoiler. And but now I'm going to have to drop them. <laughs> before uh, Paradox Rift came out, it was being talked up as the best deck in the format, adding Iron Hands. And it has flopped big time. Yeah, I see that. Now, my personal opinion is I think Chi and Pao is still good. However, 
no one has found the list yet. No one has found the right list. And the reason why I say that like, the right list is because pre-rotation, it ran like a well-oiled machine. It was it was a it was a perfect 60. If you replace one card, it just didn't work. It was a perfect 60. And I think that's how Chi and Pao has to run. With Chi and Pao, Bax Calibre, it has to be the perfect deck, and somebody's going to find it. I think it's there. I just don't know what it is yet. Yeah, but those cards still exist now, so it shouldn't have fallen off that much. Uh, I think it's less of that deck getting worse and more of the bad matchups are getting more popular and better. I got you. Uh, Maridon with Iron Hands now has become a bad matchup. Previously, it was like a 50-50, and Iron Hands has flipped it to make it a bad matchup. Um, Iron Valiant, anything with Iron Valiant is a bad matchup for it. Lost Box, which we kind of thought was going to fall off, it's a bad matchup for it. Uh, Lost Tina, I think, is a bad matchup for it. So there's just a lot of bad matchups right now. Uh, Gardevoir. Now that Gardevoir has Screamtail, Gardevoir is not as easy of a matchup as it used to be. Um, if Charizards feel like running Toad Scroll, that really hurts Chiampao. Completely shuts down Chiampao. Yeah. I, so there's just a lot of things. I saw firsthand when I ran that for like three matches, and two of them were against Chiampao. That that matchup completely shuts down Chiampao. Like it doesn't yeah, if you, matter if you can get that. <laughs> absolutely. It does not matter what Chiampao does after that, because they the biggest thing of that deck is pulling energy with superior energy retrieval um, yeah, from the, and... the discard pile. And if you can't do that, <laughs> that deck, I was it was entertaining. And it was entertaining that in my first match that I saw that my opponent kept playing superior energy retrieval because <laughs> they didn't understand why they couldn't get their energy. <laughs> <laughs> so they played three of them back to back. Oh my gosh. I was like Bro, you need to you need to read the card. <laughs> Did you notice? Have, have you noticed that uh, Live changed the animation for Pokestop now too? No, I did not. So previously, when you Pokestopped in Live, they just gave you the items. But because the card reads "discard the top three cards of your deck, and then return any items to your hand," because of Toad Scroll, they changed the animation so now it actually discards from Pokestop and goes from the discard pile to your hand to create less confusion. Uh, I noticed that, yeah. Now that you mentioned it, I did so, notice yeah, that. They changed the animation of that specifically for the Toad Scroll interaction, so it wouldn't... I don't know if it's so, so it wouldn't confuse people, or because the game was broken until they made that change. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would... And Pokestop is definitely one of those cards that's kind of a staple in every Chiampop deck, so... Mm-hmm. It stops that from coming back too. Yeah, I didn't even Which, think about how that shuts it, that down. It stops their Pokestop. The way Toad Scroll is is worded, if you play a Pokestop, they can use your Pokestop just fine. But the way Toad Scroll is worded, it only shuts off your opponent's supporter or trainer cards. Okay. Not that Charizard's going to be running Pokestop anytime yeah. soon, but yeah, no. um, just just in case it ever comes up. That's why that would that interaction works the way it does. But unfortunately, Toad Scroll is very bad in every other matchup outside of that. Oh, it's uh, good in Goldengo. They're go- good against Goldengo because they're Goldengo. the same thing as Grand Pal. 
Little Dingle is an easy win anyway. So. Oh, correct. <laughs> Especially because uh, you run two Entes, right? Yeah, I run two Entes. So yeah. yeah, so you can hit it for weakness with, with those. So that's an easy win for me anyway. So the only one that I really did anything for me was Chiampon. I can't even remember the last time I faced a Chiampon in, in live. Because so. they are pure trash. And like I said, <laughs> we're going to talk about that when we get to the tier list because it is absolutely pure garbage. Um, real quick, before we jump into the tier list, I do want to talk about Tord's sixth place deck. So he took his his uh, Iron Hands Roaring Moon Lost Box deck from, uh, where was that regional at? Help me out. Where was that regional? Gdansk. Oh, yeah, Gdansk. Yep. He was in Gdansk. Um, good job, though. They were the same weekend. But yeah, he was in Gdansk. Uh, so he took that deck and he upgraded it. To where he played a one of Giratina V and Giratina V star in it. So his 16th place lost box deck was four Comfy, a Giratina V, a Giratina V star, a Cram, a Kyogre, Radiant Greninja, Iron Hands, Roaring Moon, Sableye, Lumineon. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine one ofs and four Comfies for his Pokemon. And that was it. He played one, two, three, four, five different types of energies. Four darkness, three water, two psychic, two lightning, and one grass. And then he played two jet as well. Um, before uh, before the tournament, or maybe it was during the tournament, Tord posted a picture on his Twitter, and it was just a grass, a lightning, a psychic, water, and a dark energy, and that was it. So no one had any idea what he was playing. But I mean, having those types of energies, you know, just a lot of a lot of things were running through people's minds about what he could possibly be playing. So it feels like Tord is just kind of playing the big game of I can run whatever pile of garbage I want and I'm still going to be successful. He did say, though, that this felt a lot better than the one that he ran at Gdansk. That's a lot of energy cards. I haven't seen that many energy cards in a Pokemon deck in a long time. Especially a Lost Box deck. I don't even think many people even run more than like 10 anymore. No, no, how, not really. How easy it is to get fish energy out of your deck. It's However, the, the Maradon deck I've been playing runs 18. Wow. Because you make for sure you hit those uh, energy generators or electric generators. Oh, I got you. So Tord is doing Tord things and finishing top 16 with whatever pile of garbage he comes up with, which is really, really fun to see. Any more thoughts on the Stuttgart Regional? Uh, no. All right, let's move on to the tier lists. So let's see. You you go ahead and give us a start. What do you have in your top tier? Uh, well, okay. So my top tier, I had Guardi, Gardevoir, Maridon, and Charizard EX. Um, I would go Charizard. Well, Charizard EX with Pidgeot. Okay, Zard Pidgeot. Okay. Uh, my tier one is very, very similar. I have Gardevoir. I have Maridon. I have Charizard Pidgeot. And then I did add Snorlax in my top tier as well. With the high finishes that Snorlax has been having lately. And just the good matchups around the board. Good matchup against Charizard. Amazing matchup against Mew. Uh, good matchup. I think a good matchup against Rapid Strike. Yeah, because they don't play very many switches. So good matchup against Rapid Strike. It just it 
it has a lot of just really good matchups that can allow that allow it to to be successful, especially with all the Charizards and Mew that float around. Those are almost easy, almost guaranteed wins for Snorlax. I um I was torn with Snorlax. I had them high tier two. I I was I could be argued or persuaded to move him to tier one. But that well, did that persuade really you? No, I'm gonna leave it high tier two. Maybe okay. tier one point five. Uh, can we talk about what deck you have at the top of your tier two right now? Well, it wasn't the top. They're not in order. I, but I, I did I, I did have uh and Powell in my tier two and um yeah, I didn't realize that it had fallen off that bad. <laughs> but yeah, no, so it's definitely not a tier to, two anymore. If you were to revise this, where are you putting Shea and Powell? I would probably put it down with um couldn't put it with tier four with Goldingo, because I think Champop is still a better deck than Goldingo. So I'd probably put it at what, tier three three? Okay. I'm a tier three. So your tier two is Snorlax and Lostina. Yes. Okay. I have much respect for Lostina. I, I will probably never drop that out of tier two unless it completely falls off. Lostina gets a it gets a bad rap. And I think it's just because it's kind of difficult to play. Like, I think people are playing it wrong. That people that don't think it's good are playing it wrong. Because it continues to have successful finishes. It's a really good deck. It, ha- it's, it has answers to just about everything. The problem is it's slow. And if you can get on it early, that's how you beat it. It's a really slow deck to get going. Uh, my tier 2... I have lost Tina. Uh, and then everything else here, I guess, is different than yours. I have B-Barrel Charizard at Tier 2, although I'm thinking about dropping that to Tier 3. That yeah, is the, uh, I, w- I would not put that in Tier 2. I just don't. The problem is, okay, so the problem with B-Barrel Charizard, because I've run that deck a lot, B-Barrel Charizard is good early game because B-Barrel replenishes your hand to 5 card. But by mid-game and late-game... Your hand automatically has more than five cards, and he's just sitting there doing nothing. And the problem is, is there's been quite a few matches that have come down to where, like, Bibaro's the last Pokemon I've had, and you throw three energy on him to try to attack, and you flip a coin, and the coin comes up. (laughs) The coin comes up, tails, and, 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 yeah. So, and I've lost, off the top of my head, three matches off of just that alone, where Bibro came down to being the final Pokemon, his attack does yeah, 120. That point. And all he needs to do, I have one to three chances of getting heads, and he wins the match, and never got a heads. Yeah, never got a heads. Yeah. And you just in lose theory, if you're forced to attack with him. <laughs> in theory, it's just it's just bad. So I would never put Zard Bibro in tier two. I'd put them tier three at best. Now I would put Zard Arceus. In tier two, but I would not put Zard B Barrel in tier. The advantage that of the the B Barrel build is the TM evolution, being able to use that turn two going second. So then, on your or sorry, turn one going second, because then on your second turn you can evolve to Charizard without a rare candy, and it also allows you to evolve the B Doof into B Barrel with the TM evolution. So it does make it significantly faster, but I agree that it. 
to an extent it falls off late game. You're not getting every card you need with the Pidgeot. So, I mean, it. I could I could probably drop that to Tier 3, but I don't know, it's, it's going to stay in Tier 2 for right now, but it's it's a low Tier 2. And I don't think the TM Evolution version of Zard is all that good either. Like I said, I ran that one as well, and I thought that one was too slow. So, Well, if you're running um, B-Barrel, you better be running the TM Evolution. Well, that's what I was that's running. That's the reason you're I running B-Barrel. Yeah, I wasn't running Pidgeot in that deck. I was running Bibarel because of that reason. But again, that deck was just so slow. I didn't, like I said, I didn't too much care for it. I've ran two versions of Zard Bibarel, the version before the TM came out, and then the version after TM came out, just because uh, when TM Evolution came out, TM D Evolution came out, and a lot of people was running D Evolution. So there was a lot of early matches. Thank God that's over but there was a lot of early matches where i ran into tmd evolution and i was getting my pidgeot and my charizard evolved with rare candies and then they'd be slapped back down to charmanders and pidgeys and and that that frustrated oh, me so i yeah <laughs> and so i switched back i switched to that deck and then i realized that that deck was not as good and so i just decided you know what if the person has TMD evolution and they uh, pick my Charizard and my Pidgey out, uh, GGs, I shake their hand and I'm done. Um, yeah. They got this one because now my deck, it runs a lot better with the Charizard Pidgeot. Pidgeot just brings so much mid and late game over B-World that I just couldn't, I couldn't switch to that deck. If the meta's right, the evolution Zard could be good. Um, if, if the evolution becomes popular, then I think the evolution Zard's the way to go. But yeah, right now it's low tier two, high tier three. I'm going to keep it in tier two, but just verbally say it's a low tier two. Yeah, it's tier two. Uh, I also have double turbo Mew in tier two. Uh, it has bad Charizard matchup, bad Roaring Moon matchup, a good matchup in most other places. Um, the problem is Charizard's popular, Roaring Moon's not. They have Grabber, they have Crushing Hammer, so they have ways that they can tech to compete with Charizard, but because it's just so consistent and so fast, that's why that deck is still Tier 2 for me. Uh, Rapid Strike is also Tier 2, with a lot of the Evolution decks floating around. Stage 2 decks, Rapid Strike is in a good spot. Uh, Sablezard is a tier 2 deck for me um, I kind of talked about it earlier when we were talking about the regional results and then Lost Teen is tier 2 and then Lost Zone Kyogre, Moon, Hands whatever else you want to throw in there is also <laughs> tier 2 um, you just can't can't deny the results I know it's good players playing it but apparently you can stick whatever the heck you want in a Lost Zone engine and it's going to work yeah, well, you know how I feel about the Lost Zone engine. Like, I have much respect for that. I think it's a it's a great engine. Um, so do a lot of people. So does Tord, apparently. But yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely a, supposed to be in tier one level. I mean, Lost Zone. I would say Lost Zone, buying all of them into just one thing is a tier one. There's just so much you can do with that deck with that. Yeah, and in, a, in an Iron Hands world, I think it's still tier two for me. Uh, high tier two, probably. If I were to order my tier two, um, 
Lost Zone, Kyogre, Moon, Hands is probably the top of my tier two. But I think there's still a significant gap between it, Guardian, Maridon, Zard, and Starlax. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, tier three. I have Valiant Entei. Um, the, and it, I struggled on this one. I had it tier two at first and then realized it's bad. So um, it's tier three because it has a lot of bad matchups, but it also has a lot of really good matchups. That so, deck is trash. It is trash. It is tier four trash. It is just trash. I, I, I have no respect for that deck. No respect. Yeah. I hate that deck. It's so bad. It's so bad. I don't know why people play it. Stop playing it on TCG Live. Jeez. Are you like getting wins against it? Yeah, 15 and 0 against that and, freaking and deck. Encourage people to play it on there. No, because it's boring. I hate <laughs> the whole switching. Here we go. I'm going to slap down Iron Valiant. I'm going to battle pass to two more Iron Valiant. I'm going to battle pass to another Iron Valiant and Inte. And watch me play all these freaking switch cards that don't do jack crap and then they freaking keep playing it it's so trash stop playing it all you play is charizard if all you played was gardevoir you would be cursing that deck's name and saying you never want to see it again because of how much you (laughs) hate it how much it beats you and how good it is because that's what i'm doing right now because I, hate it. I play lots of Gardevoir and I can't beat that thing because they do everything they can before I even think about attacking. Yeah, no, that deck is trash. Um, part of the reason why it's tier three for me is because I'm also including the Medicham Jolteon version of, it, of Valiant, which I believe is better than the Anti-Valiant version. It is no um, I beat that deck six times already. Once again, you're playing a deck that's good against it. But when your turn two is 380 HP Curly is out there, you're still <laughs> just waiting to be yoga looped and double KO'd with the with the Jolteon. Yeah, that's that's my life. Yeah, I guess when you look at the my by turn three, I've got Intei, Charizard, and Pidgeot yeah. out there. Yeah, it's not you just really happen much to have a good matchup against it. <laughs> Uh, next tier three for me is Fusion Mew. Uh, it's not as good as Double Turbo, but it has the consistency, the ability to do the turn one attack for 210 plus, you know, however many, uh, um, oh, what are those things called? Why am I drawing a blank? Um, help me out. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I have no clue what you're talking about. I, I know. Right. Sorry, Brad, <laughs> but I don't have no clue. Power tablets. Um, the ability to attack turn one going second or 210 plus 30 for every power tablet you take makes that deck really powerful and it's enough to keep it in contention here in tier three. And then I also have Roaring Moon in tier three. Um, it would probably been in a lower tier, which my next tier is tier 3.5. It probably would have been in that tier if it didn't just finish ninth in this Stuttgart regional. I would have it finishing lower if it wasn't for the fact that i love roaring moon and i think that's <laughs> and i refuse to put it any lower than tier three because i also have it in tier three and it broke my heart to put it in tier three because i really wanted to throw it in tier two but much as i love the deck and i think that it has so much potential i can't do it i can't do it but i'm not All throwing right. it lower than tier three give me the rest of your tier three okay so i had zorark um i've played that deck quite a few times that's the zorark box, right 
Uh, the the Zoroark that you you pull stage ones from your discard pile. Yes. Yes. Okay. The the reason that. I'm clarifying is there is a Zoroark V star that shows up every once in a while. So just make sure you're not talking about that garbage. No, it's the Phantom Transformation one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Zoroark. And unfortunately, I hate to admit it, I have not beat that deck yet. And so I have it at tier three because the fact that I've seen that deck so many times and the variations in that deck is just ridiculous. There has been, I think I've seen probably about seven different variations of that deck and they all work. I don't know why it works, but it works. Um, I mean, heck, I got beat by a freaking slow bro all things uh, um that slow bro is is brutal tech <laughs> that thing can come out of nowhere yeah trust me i know i know um i've been beaten by like the ability where they've been able to pull water mons, mons out of their graveyard to take out Inte. they've been able to pull plant mons out of their graveyard to take out charizard they've been able to pull electrics to take out pidgeot like it's just crazy what that deck and uh, what versions of cards that they pull like i've seen more pokemon cards out of that deck than i've seen in like if i combine the whole tier list it's just crazy and amazing how like the person that plays that deck they just know what they need to do at that point in time and the deck is well you're playing zard so all they need is scovillain scovillain plus the reversal energy does 360 damage to your charizard that too so yeah i <laughs> I know that it's probably people are probably listening there and like this dude is crazy. That, that deck is not that good, but the deck is every time I play it, I'm just like, wow, this deck is it's just different. It's different. There is and a one card hard counter to that deck. You ready for it? What is it? You know what it is? Oh yeah, toe scroll. No, nope, because that only affects uh, trainer cards. It only affects uh, stuff. For, right, what and is that it? only goes to your hand. So actually, that's nothing. Um, uh, Lost City. Because oh, yeah. if, if you KO their Scovillain with Lost City out there, they can't do anything to you anymore. That's right. They can but, do absolutely nothing to you anymore. And you know and what? Lost City in general is good for Charizard. And it's you know kind what? of fallen by the wayside, but it's it's good. You know what? I removed what? Lost City from my deck, so every time I've played that deck, I've never had Lost City. <laughs> <laughs> Might need to put one back in. <laughs> uh, it's it's really good against obviously this deck. It's good against Gardevoir. It's good against Lost Box. It's good against Snorlax. So I mean, there's just a lot of decks that it's good against. Yeah, I probably need to put that back in. Back. Yeah, I but removed yeah, that yeah. card from my deck, and well, I did just put it back in because I removed uh, Beach Court and put in Lost Zone. Mm -hmm. But um, I did run Beach Court in. Black Stadium for a very long time. So, and every time I play, came up against, I wish I would have kept Lost Zone because I did have Lost Zone in my deck, but I um, removed it. Uh, yeah, okay, so a friend of mine, we we play at lunch every day, and he's been playing Zora Box. So I've had a lot of matches against Zora Box. That deck, yeah. yeah. Uh, I also have Sablezard in Tier Three. Um. I don't have the hate for it that I have for Charizard Lost Zone, but I still don't have any respect for it that I would put it any higher than Tier 3, even though it's a Lost Box engine. Even though it uh, just won the, the regional? Yeah, yeah, I think it's luck. <laughs> okay. Mew Genesect in Tier 3, I still think that's a solid 
tier three deck. Um, it's not a problem against Charizard, but I see what it can do. And I picture it against other decks, and I think it would still be a tier three. Uh, Fusion Mew is uh, also a tier three, which me and both agree on that. And of course, I had Rory Moon, which, and I'm not dropping Rory Moon lower than how bad or good. It's right. good. I'm, and I'm, if it shows any improvement, I'm moving Rory Moon up to tier one. I don't care. I, I, I want it to be good. Um, I, I want it to be good with Darkrai because I absolutely love Darkrai. So I want it to be good with the Darkrai V and V Star. So fingers crossed that somebody finds a good list and the deck becomes good. Uh, tier four. Give me your tier four. So my tier four is Valiant Inte. I hate Iron Valiant and Inte. I think that's a pathetic trash deck that should not be in existence, but it is. So I think that should be um, in the trash. Uh, I say Lost Zone Kyogre. Uh, every time I've gone up against Lost Zone Kyogre, I think it's the weakest version of the Lost Zone deck, but Alt kind of persuaded me that well, after talking about the Lost Zone engine, I kind of thinking about just moving it since it's all in the Lost Zone engine. Moving it up to your I'm going to jump in here real quick. Uh, Lost right, Zone Kyogre, the way it was pre-Tord, I agree with you, Tier 4. That deck went from number one from top tier when Paradox Rift came out to easy tier four. The only thing that makes that deck higher than tier four right now is Iron Hands and Roaring Moon and whatever else is getting thrown in there too. So I agree with you that the way it was built previously is tier four, Lost on Kyogre. So the only reason it would be higher is including Moon and Hands as well. Okay, so I'm going to keep it at the tier four. Uh, Goldingo, I've played that deck a lot. That deck is pretty bad, too. It's so um, fun to play, though. <laughs> I give it respect, but I just feel like if you're going to play Goldingo, you might as well play Chi and Pao. I think Chi and Pao is a better version of Goldingo. So. Um, but then, again, as Bolt says, matchup for me against Goldingo is a little bit better because I run two Entes, so as soon as I see a Goldingo, I know I'm going for two Entes. I'm doing one Charizard and two Entes. Then I'm sending on my two intakes first, and then when they both die, then uh, Charizard comes out doing 300 damage. So, um, yeah, and then the Lugia. Lugia will be tier four now. And what's your last tier there? I, I, I can't quite read that. What's your last tier? Um, a tier that I don't know anything about the deck because I've never seen it or played it before. <laughs> and, and what's that, in your don't know tier? And that's the cloth. All cloth. right. So... My last tier, I labeled as tier 3.5 because it's it's really close to tier 3. I don't think there's any of these are really bad. Um, I think they're all they're viable in their own way to an extent, with one exception. So my tier 3.5, I have Goldango. How uh, dare like you? I, How dare you have Goldango over Chianpao? And you're a Chianpao okay, player. Hold on. How dare you? Hold on. Hold your horses, bro. Well, keep in mind. This is all one tier. It's all intermixed. So tier 3.5, I have Goldengo. I have Lugia. Colorless specifically. I think if you're going to play Lugia, Colorless Lugia is the way to go. I have Chiampao. I have Zorobox, and I have Cloth. Now, first of all, this tier 3.5 is bottom of my actual tier list, but every single one of these decks I could put as tier one in a fun list because every one of these decks are really fun to play which is kind of interesting actually that the worst decks are the most fun but so so here's the deal 
cloth. Really good, kind of. <laughs> Zorobox, really good, kind of. Lugia, I was having a discussion with somebody the other day. Lugia is fine right now, but that's the problem, is it's just fine. It's not great, it's just fine. Which is not Goldengo. good. Goldengo, it's fine. Now, one change that I would make right now is the way that Xi'an Pao is played and built right now, I'm dropping them to tier 4. Trash tier. Out of 3.5. So Goldengo, Lugia, Zorobox, and Claw are higher than Xi'an Pao right now. How dare you! Xi'an Pao that... is still better than Goldengo. Still no. better. It's still better. No. And the reason why is Goldengo does not need the Stage 2s. So you don't need the rare candies. You just, you have your, your Gimmigul, then you have your Goldango, and is ready to attack. It's faster, yeah. it's faster, and it can get off those attacks earlier. Yeah, but it does less damage. You can use less correct. energy to do more damage with Chiang Pao than you can with Goldango. You are correct, and that's important, which is why the next step that I'm going to say is Chiang Pao, the way it was built before Paradox Rift, is a solid tier 3 or 3.5 deck. Probably even tier 3. I think the the Chiang Pao before the attempt to add Iron Hands in there is better than what, what it is right now. The deck still works. I was playing it the other day, and it, it, it rolls. It still works. You have some bad matchups against like Iron Valiant. Um, Just on with Iron Hands gives you a rough time. Lost Box that still gives you a rough though. time. But the deck still beats Charizard. The deck still beats Gardevoir. The problem is you have to bench the Mana Fee now against Gardevoir, which you didn't have to before. But um, you're just giving up one B-Barrel, basically. So you're only, you have one B-Barrel on your bench set of two, which is fine. Uh, it's not great, but it's fine. So the deck, and it still has a bad matchup against Rapid Strike. But it's, it's better. It's better than trying to shove the Iron Hands in there because we don't know what the, re- what the real build is. I I have one that I found that I've been playing with Iron Hands lately, and it feels a lot better, but I'm not ready to, to roll with that yet. So long, long discussion, long-winded discussion, short. People are playing building Chain Power wrong. I don't know what the right answer is, but it's bad because people are building it wrong. The Old right Chain answer Power is-, is to drop Iron Hands. Um, I told you I, how, what I my mean, thoughts were when adding Iron Hands. Is that yeah. why would you take an engine that runs so perfectly and then throw in a Pokemon that requires electric energy, which means now you have to throw in electric energy into your deck. So that just totally screws that deck up. That deck was perfect before it was messed with. And and I, I kind of agree with you. The the old version of Champau is better than what we have right now with the new version of Champau. That being said, I think there's a build for with, with Iron Hands that can be better than the old one. I just don't know what that is yet. But Chiang Pao has fallen big time from pre-Paradox Rift. Everybody thought it was going to be the best deck in the format. Uh, if you look on Twitter, you had Jake Gearhart talking about how much Chiang Pao with Iron Hands is going to tear up the format. And it has fallen into my trash tier right now. No better than Goldingo. Uh, I mean, okay, yes. Old Champau is better than Goldengo. New Champau is not better than Goldengo. And it's better than Valiant, Iron Valiant Inte. That deck is trash. All right. So that is our tier list. Um, it is a very fluid tier list for me. I 
you know, as I'm looking at it, I can see a couple changes that I probably want to make. But as of right now, it's 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 pretty solid. Um, this kind of is what I look at when when choosing a deck to play to a tournament. I kind of look at the, probably this tier list and think, okay, what can my deck beat? Are there any massive red flags? You know, my deck against tier ones or tier twos that that I'm not seeing. I am really surprised, and I will say this: I'm really surprised that Charizard EX ended up being a tier one. Um, I didn't play it because of tier one. I like I told Bolt, uh, Charizard is my second favorite Pokemon behind Mewtwo, and the card art was awesome looking. And when he sent me the picture of it, I told him I was coming back to the game. And it didn't matter if the deck was good, bad, ugly, and he can attest to this because I did say that it didn't matter if the deck was good, bad, or ugly. I was going to play the deck, and, and it was surprisingly a solid enough, tier three deck when you when you started playing. And the fact that it's now a solid tier one, I would definitely say it's the weakest of the decks of the decks that are in the tier one. I personally I would say Maridon is definitely the strongest out of the group. Uh, Gardevoir is second, and Snorlax is third. And I would I could be persuaded to switch Snorlax and Gardevoir, but um. And I think Zard is the weakest one, but still, Zard is, I was surprised. I was pleasantly surprised that one of my favorite Pokemon is uh, holding its own right now. Yeah, and I mean, I it's not going anywhere anytime soon. I don't know about that, but that ban list comes through. I'm going to be curious to see how much that hurts uh, Charizard. I know it's going to yeah. hurt. The rotation, hurt. the deck rotation. Yeah. yeah. Or the, the standard rotation. When the standard rotation, when all those cards rotate out. I know Gardevoir is about to take a nice little hit. Yeah, Gardevoir um, is going to take a hit. Maridon loses Flaffy. Uh, keeps everything else. Rapid Strike Zard, is going to be out. Zard should be fine. Yeah, Rapid Strike is going to be gone. Mew's going to be gone. That's what's going to be a huge change in the Mew format. Mew is gone, is gone, yeah. No Rapid yeah. Strike and no Mew. Yeah. So with those being gone, it'll be interesting to see how it changes because part of the reason why Charizard's good is it shuts down Mew. So with Mew gone, what does that mean for dark type Pokemon? That is true. Because Gardevoir is going to be out of this rotation too, and I know for me, Zard is a good matchup for Gardevoir as well. I'm not um, convinced Gardevoir is going to be gone. It's going to change. Because the current engine sticks around, and Guardi EX sticks around. Yeah, but Baby Guardi, which is your damage dealer, is gone. Correct. And Zation is gone too, which is yes. the other damage dealer. And the other but damage dealer, yep. I and think the deck can survive. Is gone as well. The one that gets the, the celebration item cards. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think and VIP pass is gone, which is gonna be a big change. I'm so um, happy for that, even though it does help my deck a lot, I am, but I am so I am happy for VIP so pass. So happy that gone. it's about to get ready to get I I love that card and hate it at the same time. So I'm super happy that that card is gone. I think, I think it will be a much healthier format without it. I think I I feel like Pokemon has become too much like Yu-Gi-Oh. Become too fast. I always loved the strategy of Pokemon over where Yu-Gi-Oh it's more combos and you're setting up your board first turn. With Battle Pass, they made it to where you set up your board first turn. So, um, yeah, I, I'm glad that that card is gone. But I think with the lose loss of Battle VIP Pass... It's going to be a bump for Maridon because they have a built-in VIP pass with Maridon. Like I'm switching to Maridon. No, I'm just joking. I'm not but, leaving Charizard. Um, Don't you I worry, think, Charizard. I think Gardevoir will survive to some extent with Screamtail and Drifloom. 
because they, they both do, as do much. they both because do more damage based on the damage done to them. And then with things like Bravery Charm or Luxurious Cape, they can do an insane amount of damage. So I don't know. I it's not. I don't think it's going to be tier one, but I think it will survive to some extent. I just don't know what that extent will be. Losing Baby Guardian is going to be hard. Yes, losing I, Baby Guardian Zacian Feet is going to be rough. Card combining with Guardian EX is like a scary combination. They get going. Even I fear that combination and i just don't see anything else in that deck coming i mean we don't know what's going to be released in the next set but um i mean maybe maybe iron valiant makes an appearance in there because you can actually attack with the iron valiant then oh yeah that is true i mean there's i think it's too good of an engine to not see play i just don't know what the correct build is going to be yeah that is true hey well why don't you start uh Crafting that new deck because and that brings me into the very last thing I want to mention. <laughs> I am theory crafting a new deck that is the most fun deck I have ever played. And I posted a video a couple days ago about it. But it is Reggie's with Roaring Moon. And I think there's something here. I think the deck is real. Um, I but I'm not a deck builder. So I'm gonna try to you know bring it bring this to attention to uh, to some some bigger deck builders and see what they can do with it. But load up with Regis, use that to accelerate energy, then use Thornton to replace a Regis with Roaring Moon and hit hard. Problem with Regis right now is they just don't do enough damage to hit the big things. So you play the single prize Regis game early, you you knock off a couple things, then when they have something big. You Thornton in the Roaring Moon, take two prizes or whatever with that, and win the game. Yeah, yeah. So this is yeah. the deck that I've been theory crafting. It's it's a blast. It's fun to play. I think there's something there. Probably not quite there yet, but there's something there. I won't be taken to a tournament anytime soon, but but it's fun <laughs> to play online. Again, again. All right, Death. You got any closing thoughts about the the regional, the tier lists? How awesome Reggie's with Roaring Moon is. I call it Reggie Moon. FYI. Uh, if you make Reggie, or not Reggie, Roaring Moon good, I will be much happy. I've been disappointed. I've been it's disappointed in Roaring Moon. When I first played the deck, I was like, man, this deck is going to be great. And there was a ceiling on it. A lot of people thought that too. That ceiling hit. It's surprising because to come out with Charizard and then the turn. Your next card is Roaring Moon. I feel like that's a letdown. Like I, I, I feel Pokemon like you, thought it was going to be good too. Yes, it, it should have been something on the lines of Charizard or something better than Charizard. And when you bring out your new toy, you don't want it to be worse than the last toy. But I was more than happy to switch over to Roaring Moon, but um, no. After playing a couple of matches with Charizard versus Roaring Moon, I saw the limitations of that deck and I was like, Nah, I'm stick with my Zard. Zard's better. All right, well, that, that's my closing thought. That wraps us up for episode seven of the King's Rock podcast. Be sure to leave a rating. Let us know how we do. Check out our YouTube channels. I am bolt up on YouTube, and we have Death Death Giver Gaming on YouTube as well. We're promoting content a couple times a week. So let us know what you think there. Thank you all for checking out the podcast 
We'll see you next time for episode eight. See you next week. Later. <laughs>